This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, happy Wednesday, my friends. Welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And obviously, we begin with the Premier League action with two games live on the TalkSport network. Oh, look at you, two games. Yeah, we had both. Starting with Pep Guardiola, Guardiola's Man City, beating Leeds United at the empty hat. This was the fallout on the sports bar. For the Manchester City fans, they are in seventh heaven. They win again, they win convincingly, they stay top. Full-time score at the Etihad Stadium. Manchester City, seven. Leeds United nil. It doesn't matter who plays the proper things. We are a team, like we can compete and we can be, you know, proud. Thank you so much today. The people were sold out, and you feel the vibe before the game. And when it's sold out, we are a stronger team. And uh, yeah, I'm very pleased because I'm pretty sure they enjoy. We enjoy, and this is the reason why. So we don't play for ourselves. We play for our people, and they enjoy. I'm happy for that. Goals from Foden, Grealish, a brace from De Bruyne, Mares, Stones. And Ake, they're really sharing the goals around tonight, Danny Mills. I mean, if only they had a centre forward. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Accounting. Seven. I would have shut up shop tonight. I don't know about you. You've managed football teams. At 4-0, I would have gone, this is a confidence record for the rest of the season. Yeah. Let's just keep it at four. <laughs> keep the score down. I, would, I wouldn't have tried to score. Don't try and get a goal back. We're 4-0 down. You ain't going to get four goals back against these. So stop the ball going in our net. It could have been 10. And Leeds United absolutely torn apart. Their players are going across to those Leeds fans that are left away to our right. Stuart, I know it's really difficult to come out and talk after a, a defeat like that. What lessons can you guys learn from an experience like that tonight, if any? A lot. Firstly, we, as a group of players, we apologise to the fans for coming here and and uh, you know, seeing that, yeah, you see the fans who stuck with us right to the end. They're an incredible support, and we're thankful for that. Uh, we don't know how lucky we are to play for a club like this, and it's difficult. Everybody's hurting in there, uh, but there's no point in fingers. The 
this is the 568th game Bielsa has managed, the first time he's overseen a side that's conceded seven goals. Danny Mills, should Bielsa offer to resign after that shambles? No, um, because of what he's done up until now. We know that he's got one way of playing. Seriously, I think he's got to go tonight, do the right thing and resign tonight. Seriously. Pep set up perfectly to combat that system. And therefore, you've got to counteract that, and, and Bielsa didn't this evening. But no, definitely, he's, he's, there's no need to resign on that. You can't turn up, get beat 7-0. You've got to do something different. The manager's got to go, we're struggling, we've got injuries, you've got to adapt. Do something no. different. Play five at the back. 5-4-1. Yeah. Try and keep it down. Keep the score low. Try and nick something on the break. You're turning up playing the, the same way the with injuries, get a beat 7-0. The difference was the defence wasn't actually man-marking them. So Mesley were actually... T- he saved, what, half the, half the shots? Don't panic, Ken. On to the Smudger Derby, where Norwich lost to Steven Gerrard's Aston Vanilla at Carrow Road. Two goals enough for Aston Villa. Ramsey with a brilliant first in the first half. And then Watkins with a simple tap-in. Norwich nil, Aston Villa two. Across the six games, there's been a lot to be pleased about. But there's still a lot of areas that we can can improve. Um, And now it's just about focusing on the next game. We've had a positive start but we want to go make it better against Burnley now. Ramsey only up by himself. He's into the penalty area now, though. Oh, and he's found the net. What a run and what a goal for Jacob Ramsey. He's got all the tools. Um, we'll give him all the support. He'll have the environment to grow and develop in. We'll make sure we don't leave no stone unturned to, to keep moving him in the right way. But listen, he's going to be a big player for, for Aston Villa. He's one of their own, and um, it's my job to keep moving him forward, keep pushing his standards, and uh, make sure that he finds consistency in his game. Norwich City, who have now lost three in a row Dean Smith beaten against his former side the game was pretty much won in the first half because we were poor and, and they were better than us um, we were too passive without the ball as you can see for the goal you know um, young JJ's ran from the half way line and we've not laid a glove on him and too slow on the ball too ponderous didn't move it quick enough told them at half time that what we needed to see and I thought it was better second half um, but we lacked the quality in the final third in the second half now, Premier League players and club staff will need to take a lateral flow test every day in order to get into training grounds as part of new measures agreed earlier this week. The action is aimed at stemming the rising number of positive cases. We'll hear from former Tottenham striker Darren Bent, but we start with the Times chief football writer Henry Winter, who said we might have to accept a return to empty stadiums. Sadly, and this is one thing that they've been warning for a while, particularly the football fans in the NHS who are, who are passionate about their clubs, they say, well, actually, we might be going back to behind closed doors, which would just be grim. I mean, I did about, I think, about 150 games behind closed doors. Yeah. And as we know, the game without fans is, is not pointless, but it is soulless. When things are starting to change, football's like one of the last things to go. It's like they hang on as long as they can mm. to kind of keep it going because they know how important it is to so many different people but as I said there are so many bigger issues in terms of than just football so I think this is why rather than kind of keep it going and shall we make a decision shall we not so we keep having these individual cases not collectively I think they need to come together collectively make a decision and it might be a bit premature but you'd rather be safe than sorry that's a decision that will effectively be made by the scientists and be made by the NHS and if the numbers are too much too much and there are too many people particularly those who are double vaxxed and even some with a booster who are going into hospital then obviously a call has to be made on football. Now Arsenal have stripped Pierre and Mariko Bamiyang of the club captaincy following a disciplinary breach 
and will leave the Ford out of tonight's Premier League clash with West Ham. A game, would you believe, is all live on TalkSport. Yeah, live on TalkSport. We'll hear from Jason Cundy, blimey, and former Invincible Martin Keown. But first, this is Mikel Arteta and why he made that decision. They've certainly dealt with Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang because we hear now Aubameyang will now no longer be the club captain. If I had to choose, I wouldn't like to be sitting here and talking about it, but we had to do it. What I can say is, for now, it's uh, as you can understand, it's been a lot to digest and a really difficult decision to make. So um, we need a bit of time. To make the decision that we made is because um, it was really hurting. And uh, it's still like this. It needs a little bit of time to heal. Well, it's a bold move from the manager. I did kind of feel that this might be left to the summer and that it would be too disruptive to the group and to the club. Too much noise around it to do something like that now. If he felt he had the characteristics to be that leader of the group, and that was never in question, I think he might have rode this storm. But I think it's deeper than that. I think he doesn't really believe he's the leader of the group. He doesn't think he's he's the rightful captain. If you're the captain and Mikel Arteta has said to you, I don't mind you going back, but if you, please come back on Wednesday so you can do what you've got to do Thursday, train Friday, play Saturday. And then he takes a decision not to come back till Thursday. How is that Arteta's fault? He's supposed to be, he's got, supposed to be the captain, the leader. He's just not not a captain, is he? Whoever, whoever decided to give it to him in the first place. And I think it's a ballsy move from Arteta. And if I, if I was an Arsenal fan, I would kind of welcome this. He's taken down the big dog. So he's gone after the biggest the biggest one at the club. So it's sending a bit of a message, isn't it? So he's the captain, highest paid player at the club. He's the probably the most well-known name at the club. He's taken him down. Now, West Ham boss David Moyes has been speaking to TalkSport ahead of their game against the Arsenal tonight, live and only on TalkSport. You've already said that, mate. I know I have. Moyes, spoke about the reason for their turnaround in form since he joined the club. Oh, it was all about me. Chelsea cannot believe it, but West Ham, you'd better believe it. It's 3-2. I think a mindset change, possibly, uh, has been a big part. You know, we've, we've wanted to try and be prepared and organised against any of the teams who are so good with the ball, used to winning, uh, having top players and, and built squads over many, many years. We're still in the process of trying to build a squad, a team, which could be competitive regular. At the moment, I think most people would think we're a bit ahead of schedule and where we, we should be. So I'm, I'm pleased with that. But now I'm here, I'm not going to give it up. I'm going to keep fighting for it. I'm going to keep pushing, demanding the players give us uh, continued results and keep it going. So... I have to say there's been a lot of good things that the players have done and uh, no, it's not easy. So there's other games now where we challenge the players to make sure we had a goal with the big teams. There's other teams who are coming to us now and maybe making it much harder for us to try and score against them and we have to overcome that. That's part of becoming a, a big team that other teams will start to try and do things to stop you. On now to the fun boy, Jason Cundy and Darren Bent discussing Tottenham's Deli Alley and where he could be off to in the January transfer window. I think Newcastle is probably they need players. Um, and listen, there is a player still in there. He's got 
he's got all the ability. I know he's kind of fallen by the wayside, certainly. From them first two seasons when he was at Spurs, where he won what, back-to-back PFA Young Player of the Year, he was absolutely sensational. Spurs have a way back into this game. Deli Alley celebrates in front of those Spurs supporters. Lost his way a little bit, but I think if he went to Newcastle, focus on football, get himself back playing again, I think that's the most important thing. So I think that would work for, for all parties. Any good players, he is a good player. Uh, get him to Newcastle. You're fighting relegation. Deli Alley is... A player of, of a certainly in the high end of the pitch, the final third of a pitch, you mm. want to create chances. Look at the get on the end of things, right? I wouldn't call Deli a roll your sleeves up type player. I think I think Newcastle need to look at players where there's a different mindset right now. Mm. I would say Deli in Newcastle, I'd keep them well apart. Going abroad feels like a really good move. The way he plays, Italian, Spanish, well, I can see there'll be lots of potential suitors why out there. It... On to comedian. Jimmy. <laughs> Car. Ripping Ali McCoy's the new... I can't say that. It sounds wrong. On The Breakfast Show. <laughs> that was meant to be his laugh. Where are you calling from? I'm sure just Glasgow. Is this a long-time long listener, first-time caller? <laughs> it's, it's great to hear your views on the show. We've got other callers on the line, Ali. We can't talk to you. I could talk to you all day, mate, but I can't. I can't chat to you all day. I appreciate you've got an opinion about sport, but we've got experts in here, mate. This is talk sport. <laughs> That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app, wherever you get your podcast from. Don't, of course, forget to hit that subscribe button, my favourite button of all the buttons. Four games tonight on the TalkSport network. Not one, not two. Yeah, you've already said four. Not three, but four. Half past seven, Brighton take on Wolves. It's live and exclusive on the TalkSport app, don't you know? Also on the TalkSport app and also exclusive at half past seven is Burnley against Watford. On TalkSport 2, oh, exclusive as well, is Palace against Southampton. And TalkSport, is it exclusive? Yeah, it is. Oh, look at you with your exclusive games. Arsenal take on West Ham. That's from 8pm also in the Premier League. Yeah, we know it's in the Premier League, obviously. I'm back on TalkSport today on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show alongside Darren Bent at 4 o'clock. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.